Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast. Before we dive into part three of our time management episode, which is the interview portion, I wanted to let everyone know this episode will be slightly longer than the 10 minutes Kevin and I usually stick to. You're about to hear an amazing interview with incredible content that could truly make a difference in your life. Kevin and I felt the content was so good, there was no reason to cut any of it out to get closer to the 10-minute mark. So without further ado, please enjoy the interview portion of Time Management. Are you looking to get an edge in life but haven't been able to figure it out? Welcome to 10 to Win, the podcast hosted by Kevin Steidel and Jason Cullum. Give us 10 minutes of your time and we'll show you how to create a winning mindset. Welcome back to 10 to Win, the podcast, the podcast focusing on how to create a winning mindset in 10 minutes. This is part three, the interview portion of our time management episode. Today, we truly have an incredible guest who has taken the time out of his busy life to share his secrets on how time management has played such an integral part of his life. Here explaining how time management has helped him create a winning mindset is Rob Deerdeck. Rob is an entrepreneur, actor, producer, reality TV personality, and former professional skateboarder. He is known for his roles in the MTV reality and variety shows Robin Big, Fantasy Factory, and Ridiculousness. Rob, you have so much going on at all times. The shows, the roles you play, family life, the companies that you own. Please tell us, how do you keep it all straight? What's your secret to time management success? I mean, look, you know, for me, it is about time design. I design time, you know, and then when you begin to design time and track time, uh, you know, you begin to understand your time and the value of your time, which allows you to figure out ways to be more efficient and automate and optimize so that you can do things quicker and easier to buy to get back time. I hire people to get back time, uh, but it always starts with sort of your life lives in a rhythm. And like if you design that rhythm, your day, your week, your month, your year um, on and, and design it around all the things that you want to do and how uh, life would be balanced in, in an ideal world. And then you get better and better at living in that cadence. That's what I've done for many years that allows me to, you know, shoot. 252 episodes of television a year, that's only 4% of my time. Uh, to operate in the, all the 18 businesses that I've built and the, the companies that I manage, my family office and all the assets and my own podcasts and all the things that I manage, I still all do all of that with the additional 16% of my time. And I spend the majority of my time uh, with my family and my friends or focusing on my health or sleeping. Yeah, I love that, Rob. I love how you break your day down and you're even talking about percentages. Uh, Kevin and I spoke upon that earlier this week. So, you know, I've been listening to your podcast and I always hear you discussing time management and how to be successful. Given your current life, as mentioned, father, family, business, reality TV star, and everything you have going on with it, how important is it to manage your time correctly? Yeah, and look, it's 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 not a matter of, if you want a high quality experience as a human being, you have to master time. It's, it's not like, it's not a matter of like, because I have so much going on or what I'm doing, it's the, I, I let out first of like, 
what is balanced life for me and how do I want to live first? Then I began to fill in when I would work, right? So rather than like, oh, I'm going to try to be balanced and do the things that I want to do. Oh, I want to get to the gym. I want to meditate. I want to brain train. I want to do all these other things like when I have time, because the truth is if you don't design your life and time around the things you want to do, you will spend your whole life just doing the things you have to do. And then you will go from thing to thing to thing to thing. To, then you're going to be like, I can't do this anymore. And then you're going to like, I'm going to, I'm going to get rid of all these things. Then you try to overcorrect. And then here you are again. Then it's like, oh, I can't do that. Like you're in this constant battle when, when if you want to live an amazing, harmonious, high quality existence, mastering yourself, mastering time, designing it and getting better and better uh, at, at spent of going from day to day, waking up and enjoying everything you do in that day. Um, that's really every human being's like heaven on earth is just a continual state of joy uh, in everything you do on an ongoing basis. And it requires design, you know. I love that, Rob. I So I teach entrepreneurship at the university level. And lesson one in my entrepreneurship class is find your why. And lesson two is master your time. And so to me, the first week of my class to, to effectively get these kids to be able to think of the right business for them, I feel like they have to think of why they're doing all of this. And then they have to understand the time, you know, am I going to devote X amount of time to my friends, X amount of time to my studies, X amount of time to this new business idea or whatever it is. Right. So I, I love that. Yeah. And think about it as an entrepreneur, like when you design a company, you have to design a company with your time in mind and your life in mind. Most people just design a company, come up with an idea and have all these desires with what the outcome will will deliver to them. But when you build a company, it's like it's an organic living thing. And if you don't build a life and a company simultaneously, your successful company could actually be your burden and trap you for life. You know, and, and a lot of people especially entrepreneurs at the college level, fantasize about the money, the rewards, and their why. Every college kid's why is to buy their parents a house. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? When every yeah. college kid's why should be to live a harmonious, high-quality, well-balanced, healthy life. And then if you're going to start a company, how does your company – like, how do you play a role in your company that is your strengths that you enjoy doing? Then find people to – to supplement your weaknesses and then together build something that when it's successful, you have a successful life, not just a successful business. Man, that Love is it. fantastic advice. So Rob, this, so you're, you've hit success now. Have you always been this keen on time management or is this something that has developed in you when you got success and got a lot more things going on in your life. No, I would say I, I, up until 40, it was like, I just boom and busted, boom and busted, like next TV show, next business, next thing. Like I just kept working harder and harder, making more and more money, doing bigger, bigger deals, taking bigger risks, losing more money, like highs and lows, highs and lows, just thinking that, oh, one of these is going to be so big. I'm going to be so successful that then, then I will become happy. 
And it was an epiphany of like really at the height of, you know, I had a cartoon on Nickelodeon, launched Street League and multiple businesses. I had ridiculousness, fantasy factory, all of these things going at once, seemingly an extraordinarily successful individual but I was creating no value and I was just burning out and, and re-motivating myself and burning out. And I think um, at that point, I just realized like, man, you can't go on like this. Like you have to, to, you have to take a step back and decide and design what, what happiness is to you, you know, what happiness is to you. And, and that's what I did is I really began to design um, look at my life through the lens of like, what do I, what would be my ideal way of living? And then the universe conspired to start bringing people to me. First, it was a book called Start at the End, a business book. That was the concept of decide everything you want out of a business before you start it. And then I'm like, man, I should do that to my life. Then I hired a consultant to help me put, create a system to build companies. And inside that, he had this um, thing called the rhythm of company which was sort of, hey, here's the cadence of how a company operates on a yearly basis. It's weekly meetings and financial meetings and quarterly meetings and year-end reviews. And I'm like, I'm like, wow, like that's really, I need that for my life. And that's when I built the rhythm of existence. I built a, you know, 50-page document that's essentially the operating model of my life. Um, it's all the cadence of my entire year and all the things that I do. But I, I didn't do... I really just did that for the first time and really started doing it in 2015, 16. You know what I mean? Like that's really when I began to see the value of tracking, um, you know, designing time. But it wasn't until 2020 that I began to track every hour that I used and tag it and hired a, a program writer to write a script to pump it into dashboards. And then when I visualized it and I could see where I was spending all my time and it, it just changed everything for me because then I could really begin to see where I was wasting time and where I could uh, uh, create optimal like automation to bring time back where I could hire someone to get more time. But it wasn't until I visualized it that it really, really became helpful to me. But this isn't a, you know, this wasn't born in me in Kettering, Ohio. I can tell you that much. You know what I mean? And I didn't discuss, I didn't learn it at Fairmont High School. I can tell you that much. I, you know, I developed it way when I had just finally had enough in my 40s. And then it still took me five or six years to get to this level. And I'm still continually optimizing and changing my time and everything around me because the world's changing around me and I continue to grow and evolve in the same way, you know? So Rob, the, the 50 page document, the, the dashboard, like this all sounds amazing. What, what sort of practical application would you suggest to someone who's going to start tomorrow, right? They're going to listen to this podcast and be like, you know what? Rob was right. I need to get, I need to get my life in order. How how should they start doing this tomorrow when they're already limited with time because of a job and because of a family and all these other things, right? Yeah, look, I think you you have to just first look at your entire year. Then then look at what are all the things that you know you're going to do when you have breaks, when you have vacations, whatever it may be. Then like list out all the things that you want to do. 
and then begin to put in um, places that you can do that. Like what you want to do on the weekends, like who you want to spend time with. I mean, for me, it's like I schedule when I FaceTime my parents so that I can, they can see my, their grandchildren twice a week, you know, uh, for, for something really simple. Then I put in my calendar when I, uh, brain train, when I meditate, when I get in the gym, and then I track whether or not I did it so that I can motivate myself by seeing the, like how consistent I am and keep myself accountable, but it's already in the schedule. And then, and then look at where you can get time back. You know what I mean? Like I, I believe most people like waste more time than they realize. If you watch two hours of TV a day, it's 9% of your life. You know what I'm saying? It's two hours of TV is 9% of your life. One hour a day uh, or two and a half hours. One hour a day is 4% of your life. You know, and if you look at your life and like, like if there's 8,760 hours in a year, you know, so it's like if you take anything you do and then divide it by that, you get a percentage of like how much time you're spending on it. But I, I digress away back to the complex, to the simple even if you do the simplest of design of like, man, every, if you want to be more healthy, if you, if you want to spend more time with, with people that mean something to you, just begin to put that in the calendar because otherwise you're going to just wish you, you had set aside time or hope that you did. And then when you get into a rhythm of being more consistent with these things you put in the calendar, then it turns into a habit. Then when it becomes a, after it becomes a habit, now it becomes intuitive and you can get better and better at it over time. But you just got to start by designing your time and getting a calendar and put blocks in there of the things you're going to commit to. And if you got, if you go get up an hour earlier, instead of watching an hour more of TV at night, and you get back an entire month and a year of things for you to do, you know what I mean? So that don't is, watch yeah. TV from a TV star. Got it. <laughs> oh, look, look, I joke, I just did a podcast where I said, where I was like, I, I watch about like where my greatest arbitrage is, is, me and the wife watch TV every night. And when I think about like this highly efficient, fully optimized, extraordinarily high quality, high output, highly balanced, incredible existence. <laughs> still, I sit on that couch and, and kick away like seven to eight percent of my life watching tonight will be the crown. I'm watching the new season of the crown. You know what I mean? So you've got to uh, you got to have family time, man. Yeah. And, and again, that's a hybrid with the wife. You know, it's like if I spend, you know, the, the majority of my time with my, my wife and family, um, it's I spend about like a blended 14 percent with the kids and 14 um, with the wife. Right. All together. So it ends up like and then friends and social events, all these things kind of overlap together. But it's still it's I don't know if I'd call it quality time. Monday, I schedule Monday night talk nights with my wife. That's where the deeper quality time is. And, you know, even though we're together, we're still just watching TV. You know, we're conversating and what it is. And, and look, even for my wife, I don't. I have, you know, I had a breakfast date this morning. I have last night was movie night. Uh, I have a sushi um, Sunday night dinner and pasta on Friday. I don't just have like one like like I didn't I didn't just like make one date night. 
I have all the times in a rhythm of how I spend my time with my wife on an ongoing basis um, to make sure that we stay in this harmonious, balanced state as well. Yeah, I would say that's a great segue then into the next question, which is with everything you have going on in your life, do you feel balanced? And and maybe that came in 2015, 16, when you said you started this, or maybe it's been after that. But with everything you have going on, do you feel balanced? Yeah, like I'm, I, I don't feel balanced. I feel harmonious, right? Because it's not a matter of balancing my time because you can, you can balance your time, but if your mind's not balanced, it's pointless, right? You can, you can have all these things, but if a balanced life requires a balanced mind and there's all these things that pull on your mind and and unless you do self-analysis and in order to understand what are those things that pull on your mind and continue to adjust, assess and optimize away from those things, you're never going to feel balanced, right? And then you got to be careful on your capacity. Everybody has just a limited amount of capacity. And if you take on too much, you're going to become overwhelmed, which in turn means you'll never be balanced. For me, since I've, I've mastered time, energy, and capacity, and then I've used qualitative analysis where I ask myself every day for five years how I feel about my life, work, and health, zero to 10, that then those answers, those numbers, those quali- uh, qualitative numbers gave me the insight of the things that bothered me, that stole mind share, that I began to change over time to where I live not only balanced, but I live within my capacity, meaning I'm never overwhelmed. And then I have such clear clarity on where I'm headed and, and live each day with such intention that I'm living in a perpetual state of joy in the present experience because of how harmonious my existence is, as opposed to trying to find work-life balance. So Rob, the, the, the name of the podcast is 10 to win. We're, we're asking people to dedicate 10 or so minutes to create a winning mindset. Do you believe that successful time management creates a winning mindset or it's at least one piece of it all? Yeah, look, I think again, it is beyond, um, beyond just helping, um, with creating a winning mindset, like mastering time is the cornerstone of, of your balance, your balanced mind, your harmonious life, and really your happiness. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, you want to, you want a growth mindset, a winning mindset. You want to, you want to, to develop yourself and evolve into a better version of yourself on an ongoing basis. But uh, you need to dedicate time to learning, growing, ultimately reflecting on your experience and then applying what you have learned into action so that you in fact evolve towards that bigger, better person, that better version of yourself. And and that requires really understanding the use of your time because that's all that you actually have. You know what I mean? I love it. Listen, everybody, we hope you enjoyed learning from a time management professional here today, Rob Deerdeck. Please make sure to check out his shows and podcasts. We'll provide all the links on Twitter at 10 to win pod. Follow him on social media. Rob, where can everyone find you? Everything sits at Rob Deerdeck. All right. Make sure you check it out. Check out our time management episodes from earlier this week and make sure you're getting advice on how to get yourself into that winning mindset. 
or just take some of the tips that Rob said today. Thanks again, Rob, for joining us. Jason, take us home. Yeah, thanks so much again, Rob, for joining us. Your insight on how to manage your time better will absolutely play a vital role in the lives of our listeners. We can't thank you enough for coming on to the show. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to part three, the interview portion of our time management episode. We will see you back and better than ever on Monday for a brand new episode. Remember, if you are impacting or influencing just one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to learn a winning mindset. Thanks. Thanks for taking the time to create a winning mindset. Remember, we'll release a new episode every Monday. So be sure to start your week off right by listening to 10 to Win. Please subscribe, like, comment, and share our podcast. And remember, if you're impacting or influencing one person a day, it's worth it. Everyone has 10 minutes to create a winning mindset. Yeah. Yeah.